Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Spark uh, podcast. This is Nando Rodriguez. And Celinda. And we have a special third co host today named Ramiz. Hi guys. Hey. So today today is Friday, August 5th, and we're super excited. Like I said, we've never had uh, a third co-host for the entire show, so we're going to give it a run. And just so you know, a little bit background of Ramiz, he is our finance guy. So he's going to be giving us some money tips uh, a little bit later on today, but let's just get into it. Oh, also, we're on iTunes, so make sure and look for us, uh, the Spark Podcast on iTunes. Just look for Nandoism, and it'll pop right up. So let's get into it. It, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this morning I woke up um, to everyone talking about Trump. And this is a question that I had like two, three weeks ago. You know, we, we all know he's running for president, but then also he's also uh, a business guy. So he's got this major brand, the Trump Towers here in New York City, major hotels in Chicago, et cetera. And I kept wondering, how is, how is business going for him, you know, with all this stuff that he's got going on, um, insulting Gold Star families and all of that? And today – uh, a CNN poll came out, or actually, and they got the they got the information from Foursquare saying that 15% of Trump sales are down, actually, like hotels, golf courses, things like that. What do you guys think about that? <clears throat> well, you know, Macy dropped him, so yeah, he's yeah, not a, a part here, of Macy's anymore. That happened this week too. Here's my question, though. With the people, the, the, they extracted this information from Swarm, right, from Foursquare. And my thing is it, my thing is, are they basing it on, like, real numbers, meaning, like, business is actually down? Or is it that just people aren't checking in? Because don't you think that people are, you know, people who are Trump fans will still go to his golf course or whatever, and they just might not, like, check in because they don't want to be branded as, like, a racist or whatever? Or the no. other way around, people who are not Trump friends but are still going to, you know, buying his stuff or whatever, don't want to check in because then all their friends who are not Trump friends are going to find out and then they won't be friends with us. I don't know. I mean, I think they even at a granular level, like people like me and you, but look at Clint Eastwood. Like, he, he took one hard for Trump this week. He was trending. I thought he died. I was like, why is he trending on Twitter? Is he dead? No, he was over there loving up Trump. Saying the rest yeah, of the people were about, bigots. Yeah, well, talking about how, like in his day. When he grew up. Yeah. Exactly. Did you see the whole Twitter? Uh, Twitter ate him out. Not ate him out. Yes. Sorry. Twitter like had a field day with him. Um, yes. With all those racist things, it's crazy. But you know what's even crazier to me is the whole Melania citizenship thing being in question now. Oh, my oh God, my I was God. following the author on Twitter that. last night. And i got to say to you guys, Twitter used to be, like, my least favorite tool. I probably spend hour, hour and a half at least per day on Twitter lately just based on all this news in the, in the moment. But the author that wrote that article about her back in 1996, the one that's in mm-hmm. question now, um, came out and said, you know what? They asked me to remove some information when I published in 96. So I think she's, I think she's about to go down. Yeah, I think that's and, gonna happen. And she should. And I'm not, I'm not an attorney, but Lord knows I've had my issues with immigration. So, 
the stuff that's coming out now, we all know that it does not make any sense. She said that she was here on a legal visa and she was allowed to work and she would go back every few months to renew her visa. The only work visa that you get, you don't really go every few months to renew it. You get it for like three years and you can renew it here. So like the stuff that she's saying, maybe she said it back then because she didn't think that, you know, Trump's going to run for president or whatever. It's never going to come and, you know, bite her in the back, but now it's coming up again, and people are going to look, and, and this will be a problem. This will definitely be a problem for him. And listen, it's okay. I'm, listen, we all, I'm okay with immigrants in the country. We all came from, you know, I'm first generation. My problem with this whole situation is that he wants to build a wall. He has taken a stance against undocumented immigrants. Such a bad political stance to take when your wife has some shady background, some, some closets, I mean, some skeletons in her closet. Exactly, but she has a lot of closets too. Um, if, if, this, if, if this was going, see, if this Melania Trump was Bill Clinton, it would be perfectly fine. But that's not the case, you know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if Bill Clinton had this kind of background and Hillary was running for president, they'll be fine because she's, you know, pro-immigration the whole nine yards. But Trump is taking such a strong stance against immigration and saying, going to send the Mexicans back, they're rapists, all the Muslims, the terrorists, and the whole nine yards. It's not going to look cute. It's not going to look cute, especially what happened last week with the Kizar Khan speech and oh. the whole Khan. Oh, my God, can you believe it? So, it's, it's, so Linda it's, went to school with him. Yeah. Did you I really? went to school with Captain Khan. I did. We went to school in middle school and high school. Great guy, humble. It, it, it brought me to tears to see his family on stage. Um, and then the backlash has really been bothering me quite a bit. I don't know if you guys share, saw the post I shared earlier this week on Facebook with one of my friends um, that was a lot closer to Captain Khan, to Humayun. Um, his words were very touching. So, um, you know, have you guys heard that the several people are just giving away the Constitution <laughs> anywhere they can? Yeah, I ordered one. Um, I ordered one from the ACLA. You one for me, too? Did you? I'll send you the link. Yeah, you get it for free. They're giving them away for free up until the election. Oh, let's do it. We're going to tweet out the link yesterday. Everyone that's listening to our four listeners, please, please, please order your Constitution. We should totally do it. We've got more than four. We've got more than four. So <laughs> the next question is, do you think – because here's the thing. I listened to Trump recently, and I don't see that energy that he used to have, right, like a year ago. And I see him kind of slowing down, and I just feel like, do you think – do you think there's a possibility that he might ex- exit? Like he might just say, you know what, F- screw this. The election is rigged. I'm out of here, and just leave the, the, the Republican Party like in a big, in a big hot mess. Well, they're already making con- uh, contingency plans. Um, I I was watching CNN last night, um, and they had this thing where his most recent, and I don't know where he was yesterday. I was kind of half listening. Wherever he was yesterday doing his rally, he no mm-hmm. longer had any negative. He didn't allow racist slurs. He was very, they said, a different Trump yesterday. So people are getting to him. Um, and so it's interesting to see. He might not want to drop out. He doesn't want to be part of a contingency plan. So but here's the, here's the thing. Personality. Here's the thing, though. He's already shown us his core. So like anything else we see moving forward, we know that that's an act. We know that that's you know, him being uh, puppeteered or whatever because he's shown us the core. The core is build the wall, ban the Muslims. Um, so I, Attack the I don't families. know. 
Yeah, but yeah. you see, that, that, has, that has always been the core. It's just that now we're actually talking about it, right? Now everyone's coming out and actually saying these words. And I, I think what's going to happen is that even if he, if he drops down, if he does not go through with the election, he still got all the publicity that he needed from this. And, and he proved to the world that, yeah, I can come in and do this, you know, as, as a non-political guy. But him not endorsing Paul Ryan, this week has been horrible for Trump. Horrible, yeah. horrible. Yeah, and McCain, okay, McCain too. Okay, one. so talking about this week and horrible things, I want to talk about the whole LinkedIn video thing that's going on that's, that's surging America right now and beyond, right? So, Ugh. Selena, why don't you tell us tell us a little bit about that? First of all, there's a lot of people I love and trust. Hopefully they are our fans, 7, 8, and 9, that are doing videos. <laughs> um but guys, pick better lighting. Take your video outside. I can see your wrinkles. I can see your pores. I know who you're talking like, about. It's really bad. It's really, I know really, who you're really bad. About. Yeah, maybe back so, up a little bit from your PC. Back up. Just back up. Back it up. Back so it for, up. Then you so can for see those that don't, who aren't on, you know, as active on LinkedIn as Celinda and I are, so of course you know, you know, LinkedIn. You know, people use it for professional purposes. You can find a job there or just make connections. Like people, if you go speaking and you meet someone, you connect with them on LinkedIn and you kind of stay in touch. It's sort of like the Facebook of professionals. But what's happened is more and more it is becoming a little bit more Facebook-like in the manner that, you know, now people can leave comments on status updates that you leave. And usually it would be a status update like, you know, my company's hiring, blah, 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 or look what Coca-Cola just did with this ad, you know, very professional. Now the comments have gone, you know, just like Facebook, like crazy. And now they added this element of video. So you can go on LinkedIn and leave a video message for all the, for all your connections and people are really taking advantage of it. And there's videos like left and right. If you go down the wall or whatever they call it on LinkedIn, you see video post, video post, video post. And what Celine and I noticed was like, people just jump on it without like checking out lighting, without checking, you know, and do you think maybe we're being too harsh? No, because it's a professional site, so can you at least put on, you know, what I call party in the front, or what is it, business in the front, party in the back, or whatever, at least put on a dress shirt, maybe do your makeup a little bit, brush your hair. This is LinkedIn, it's not Snapchat. On Snapchat, add a filter. I don't care if I see your pores and your face is literally on my i67+, plus. you know, like, it's okay. But I think with, with LinkedIn, you have to really think about your brand, you have to think about what you look like. I think I think LinkedIn did this in order to catch up with the Snapchat. Obviously, Instagram just caught up to Snapchat with their um, with the stories that they had. So now on Instagram, you can basically do snaps, right? But they're calling them stories, and they stay up for 24 hours, and it's still Let so new. It's not fully I developed. Like. I like it mm-hmm. though, I, and I haven't done one yet. But what I like about it after doing some research this week is that you can actually see your reach on it. So you can see how many people have actually viewed it. Um, What I don't like about it, and please, everybody, now it's been three days, stop talking about how Instagram is Snapchat. We get it. We all get it. We all feel you, especially as a Snapchat user. No more videos about that, please. Yeah, left and right. Rumi's, have you – you don't do Instagram. In fact, you – about LinkedIn, I want to say one thing, and I, since you guys were in a floor, I didn't want to stop you. But the only people that contact me on LinkedIn are the people that say that they have a billion dollars and they want me to send them twenty dollars, so they can send me the billion dollars. You don't those get recruiters contacting thing. you. That, those you are don't the get only recruiters people. reaching out. Well, I do get recruiters, but it's 
um, A, I have not done a lot of work on my LinkedIn, I'll be honest. Like, I hardly up, have updated. I have not done anything with it. So, so I just have LinkedIn. It doesn't really say anything. But, like, every once in a while I'll get a message saying that your last name matches this guy that just died who left a billion dollars. So <laughs> write me a check for $20 and give me your bank account information. So, yeah, so that's my LinkedIn experience. As far as Snapchat is concerned, it is hard. It is so hard. I don't know how to use it. I try to post, send messages to friends. It ends up going on my stories. Sometimes it goes on my, I don't even know where it goes. Sometimes I'm Snapchatting with Obama. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's crazy. (laughs) My Snapchat is crazy. I have a friend, speaking of a funny Snapchat story, who... Wait, first of all, that's not the real Obama, but go ahead. No, it is the the real Obama. Obama? I snap with Michelle. Yeah. Okay, she ain't looking at your snaps, but go ahead. You ain't James Corden. I I, I hit the hashtag ligging in. Let girls learn. That's her thing. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be relevant to her audience, okay? (laughs) Is it working? No, not yet. No different than when you Snapchat Bethany Frankel, though. Yeah, and I I found out what the situation was with that. So when in your settings on Snapchat, you can say who is allowed to, to, to uh, send messages. And you can have it where it's everyone, only friends, or no one. And so obviously, it used to be where if Bethany, if I added Bethany and Bethany added me, we could instantly snap, you know, send messages to one another. But they changed that setting so where she can put anyone. So actually, she's not following me, and she's probably never even looked at my snaps. Oh no! Oh, that's that's a blow. Yeah. So remember the rapper you were so excited about? Same thing, probably. Yeah, I was worried you were gonna bring it up. His name is Chance. <laughs> Did you give him a chance? I have been snapping him some really nice things. <laughs> Define nice. Definitely, I'm around Define his brand. <laughs> it's all within brand. Now what the kids calling it? It's with. It's always in message. It's always in message. I'm always aligned to the brand, and he has not replied. Now we know. (laughs) So listen, I want to get. I want to talk about something, right? And I want to get your opinion. Um, Do either one of you ever like have work anxiety? Yes. I. uh, Yeah, I do at times. Okay, so I remember two jobs ago, right? Well, actually, my last job, I and, I, and my ex-boss knows this because we talk about this all the time, but I always thought I was going to get fired. Like, every day, I'd walk in, I'd be like, is today the day I'm going to get fired, right? Because, like, you don't, mm-hmm. the company doesn't tell you how the business is going, and, you know, there's not a lot of feedback, even though people really want to say that there's feedback with between supervisor and employee and things like that. And she was always great at, at giving me personal feedback, like, our our one-on-ones consisted of like, Nando, you're not getting fired. Get back to work, right? But I'd walk in and just be like major anxiety. And um, I, I, I look back now, and that was four years of working there. So for four years, I had like all this major anxiety with me, and I decided that I was not going to do this at this job, right? And so, so and I think I told you this too, and it was just like some of the things that we worry about, they're just never going to happen, and for us to just stop worrying, but it's hard to. So I'm just wondering like if other people feel like this work anxiety um, like I did like four years ago. 
I totally do. Uh, I, I totally did in my last job, at least. I was, as you guys know, I was on, I was a banker on Wall Street, and when when the economy tanked, it was just so scary. So my boss brought us all in the whole department. He was like, "Listen, we, this year you guys are not gonna get a raise. You guys are not gonna get a bonus. But we're not letting you go. I want you to know that we're not letting you go." And he was really confident about it. So for like the good first ten minutes, I felt really good about it. But after that, I would freak out all the time, all the time. So it was like two, two and a half, three years of like super, super anxiety. Like I was taking sleeping pills and the whole thing. It was not cute, not cute at all. It's crazy. Selena, do you ever feel like that? <clears throat> you know, from time to time, I in, in my current role and other jobs, um, I definitely feel work anxiety. And it's not necessarily saying that the place I work for is causing the environment of anxiety. I'm an overthinker. I will gladly yeah. overthink yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I, you know, will read my emails a hundred times, make sure I'm saying it. I'll, I'll call a friend. I'll, you know, dial in the, the work support. Um, and that's just possibly just some a trait that Enough I have. With Michelle. Yeah, you know, just yeah. take a little break. It's I will just, say things that help me like that. are having a mentor, you know, someone that you can trust and pick up the phone and tell them the situation. And, you know, making sure this mentor isn't a yes man or a yes woman um, that's just going to tell you what you need to hear. But, you know, if things feel wrong and they're going to tell you, listen, that sounds a little shady, here's how you fix it, that's the kind of people you need to have in your life. Yeah. So now we're we're going to come into the section of the podcast where we're going to give you uh, a different tip each week. And this week it's going to be um, finance tip, money tip, right? And so that's why we brought Ramiz on because I want him to talk about like the number one mistake people make when it comes to their money. What would you say that would be, Ramiz? I think the number one mistake that people make when it comes to their personal finances is having a budget, a realistic, 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 honest budget, and sticking to it. A lot of people make budgets, and then they'll be like, okay, you know what? I only make, let's just say, $500 a month, but this month I'll save $600. How is that even possible? You make $500. You can't save $600. You know? Be realistic about it. Even if it's $2, $3, whatever it is, when you start putting your money down on a piece of paper, you know exactly where it's coming, where, where, where it's bringing in money, and where's all the money going out. Then what happens is that when, once you have it, you know what's happening, and then you can figure out, okay, these are the places that I can you know, cut, you know, cut, some, cut some bills off. Maybe don't pay that much for premium cable. I don't watch HBO that much, so I don't need to spend whatever it is, $30 that I pay extra a month on it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel that being honest with yourself is very, very important. And money, everybody feels that, oh, my God, it's so hard. I'm not good with money, and I can't do it. It's super, super easy. It's literally pluses and minuses. That's it. There's no, it's not rocket science, I swear to you. Just put all your money down, just write it down, what date it comes in, how much comes in, what date it goes out, where it goes out, and then you would know exactly what you need to do with it. And then slowly and gradually, you start getting better with it. Nando, you know, I've begged and prayed for you (laughs) to do the budget. I mean, like, and it came a point where I'm like, Fix it, Jesus. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Because like, he would just be like, every week he'll promise me, and he'd be like, come meet up. And I'm like, all right, so we go. I'll do the budget, and 
And I'd be like, okay, this is what you need to do. And like after doing the budget, it'll be like after three months, you'll have thousands and thousands of dollars in your savings account. He'd be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Next week you come back, be, I'm like, so what, what are you doing? What's going on? And he'd be like, oh yeah, we need to do this. I just spent an extra 600. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it was, just be honest. Just be honest. I, I want to have you back on to kind yesterday? of explain. No, no, no. The reason yeah. we have you on is because yesterday he sent me a come to Jesus text that he's worried about my finances. <laughs> Tell me your <laughs> Okay, so look. So hold on, hold on. We've got we've got Shoshi, we've got Shoshi on the line. Let's do okay. that and then we're going to come back to this money thing cuz I think it's very very important. Shoshi, are you on? Yes, that was an interesting conversation I came in on. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So, Hi. I'm um, wonderful. Those of you for those of you that know and those of you that don't know, uh, Yolanda Shoshana is our resident psychic, and she is here every week to give us our weekend reading. So get us ready for the weekend. So, Shoshi, the floor is yours. So um, it's a good weekend for grounding because the pentacles came up, which means that's the earth element. So this weekend is really about doing all those tedious things that you haven't taken care of, like balancing your checkbook, uh, which is a good thing you're talking about money, and mm-hmm. doing things around the house that you haven't done, you've been putting off, maybe take care of your closet, maybe clean your house. Uh, all that good stuff that's about you and taking care of self, it's a great weekend for that, and you should feel grounded and ready to go for next week. That's what I got. That's a she great, that, that's a good one. She said yeah, checkbook, she said clean. <laughs> I got a garage waiting for me. For weeks, Get I'm going to tackle that garage mm-hmm. this Sunday. I'm thinking about the Do fridge. It. Although German says he cleaned the fridge out, I still think the fridge needs to be cleaned out. So maybe I'll tackle that this weekend. <laughs> getting us, getting us grounded. So, that so, scares me that you're going to clean the fridge. Does that require eating or scrubbing? There's only scrubbing only and a little bit of eating. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Shoshi, I don't know if you want to stay on or if you have to leave. I would love for you to stay on. But I, let's get back to the to the um, to the finance thing. So, Selena, what were you saying? Oh, how you uh, sent me a SOS text earlier this week. How you're worried about my finances, and I replied back with my my finance theory is simple. I want, I buy. Take <laughs> <laughs> like my diet. It's like my diet. I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. Yes. I do that too. No. The reason, and I only do this with like super, super close friends, and it's because a long time ago, like I had had no idea the value of a dollar. Like literally, Ramiz would sit me down and be like, do you understand what four quarters means? And I'd look at him like, I don't know what you're saying. And he'd be like, do you understand what a dollar means, right? And he would sit down, do these budgets. Where it's like, okay, for example, Nando, you've got five hundred dollars coming in this month. How are you spending eight hundred? Like, I don't understand. You know. And then, the, and then the next week, the next week he would fix it, and then I'd come back with like, I accidentally spent four more hundred dollars, right? And he, and he was very patient. He was very patient. And then just one day, I came back, and he was like, "Wait, what? You saved what?" And and the feeling was just, like, really good of, like, oh, my God, I have this money saved up, where eventually I got out of debt. Like, I have zero debt right now, and that's because of Ramiz and the way he helped me budget and save. So, you know, when, and when I have close friends like that, 
Um, Ramise, do you want to take my finances on? I'm trying to fix my life right now. Oh, we need we need a Yamla for that girl. No, but and the, other, the other thing about this Nando is that. We as a society, I feel that we are not honest about it as well. We feel this pressure all the time to be, look, act, and do certain things and act a certain way that we are not. Many times people don't have, you know, or cannot afford it, but they'll go out for, you know, a really expensive dinner because their friends are asking them to. And they don't want to tell them, oh, I don't have the money. You should be able to tell your friends that you don't have the money, hence you're not going to go out, or you are saving for something else, or whatever the case is. If you can't do that, then maybe you need to look for new friends. Because I yeah, I think I think I think you're absolutely that's your right. Truth. Yeah, that's your truth. That's your truth, and you need to own it. Your truth can be totally different from my truth, but my truth is my truth, and I need to own it. I think it's very important. It, no, it's so true. It's very true. And I will say, I'm not in finance trouble, guys, but, you know, I have, I'm definitely not retiring tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I will be working a few more years here. Exactly. And, like, yeah. you know, you, everyone's life is different. Everyone's situations are different. Everybody's needs are different. And that's why everybody makes different money as well. And so you need to do your own budget. You can't follow someone's. You know, it's not like you just copy and paste the Excel spreadsheet and you're like, okay, I'm going to follow, you know, Trump's budget because I just got hold of it. You can't do that because right. it's, it's all, billions it's, of dollars. It, it all has to be very personal to you. Yeah, yeah, very personal. Yeah. Yep. So guess what, guys? We have another caller. Yeah. A new caller. Hello. 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 Does anyone, hello, hello. Does anyone recognize the caller? Caller, you want to introduce yourself? Can you yourself? guys hear me? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Mauer. my God. It's our resident <laughs> husband. It's my husband extraordinaire. So, oh, Jarvin, so I, from your snaps, I, I gather that you had an incident at the grocery store today. I did. I did. I had a, um, um, I went grocery shopping this morning and, um, when I was ready to check out, I went to this um, um, cash, uh, the line that it was open, and I got into the line, and the, na- the lady was like, oh, we already closed. So I went to the next cash, uh, cash register, and the guy was cleaning something on the floor. He's like, just give me a few minutes. I'll be, I'll be there with you. And um, a few minutes later, this um, lady came behind me, and so the guy finished cleaning all his mess, and he's like, okay, ready. But um, lay, um, the lady was uh, already here, and I'm like, but I was already here. He's like, no, she, she was already here, but she left. I'm like, but she left. I was, she didn't wait for you. Like, I'm <laughs> next. <laughs> and what does she have and in her cart? She had, like, 300 pounds of corn. <laughs> no. And, oh, my God. Yeah, she did. Uh, if you go to my snap... I see, like, you can see all the people, like, fighting for uh, to get corn. And Tell us like, what your corn snap is. Floor. Tell us what? what your snap is. What's your snap? Mari, uh, M-A-R-I-N underscore N-Y-C. Follow it's him. It's Marin. Yes. 
follow me on Snapchat and you will see all the people fighting for the corn. And that was one of the oh my God. That she, yeah, that she had like 300 pounds of corn. I don't know what she's going to do with like 300 pounds of corn. And so, yeah, that was it. That was my story. German, did you see my so response you... to your Snapchat? What is it? Did you see my response to your Snapchat? I did not. I probably sent it to somebody else. Okay, this is what I said. I recorded I recorded a video and I said I'm gonna tell you right now. I recorded a video and I said, Girl, if you got into a fight with somebody this morning, that means your diet pills are working. So be keep at it. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, Probably so now we have the card start going on a diet now. Okay, so now we're in the part of the show where we have the Kardashian minute, which is the most valuable minute in my in my opinion. So, Celinda, you had something juicy. I don't remember. I think it was Chris's the Chris um, accident. Yeah, Chris yeah. had an accident, but she walked away just fine. And I saw her on Kim's snap last night, looking good. So, she's back on track. I almost want to talk about Chloe's hair, though. What's up with her braids and the purple? I'm just not feeling it. Oh, Chloe money? Yeah, she got in trouble for that for that Instagram post. No, no, this was recently. This was last night. She's got purple weave in her braids. It's weird. Oh, really? I need to go check it out. I haven't I haven't really seen it. Yes. But did Chris was that a car accident or what? Yeah, two drivers but both walked away fine. No oh, okay. details as right. to who caused it. So, guys, this is the end of the Spark podcast. So make sure to to tune in, share it with your friends. You see it on Facebook. Tweet me at Nandoism. You can tweet Celinda at Celinda Celinda Apple. Celinda And make sure, leave us a review. I got it. Chill. (laughs) Leave us a review. We want to know what topics you want us to discuss. Thanks, Ramiz. Thanks, German, for being on the show with us. Um, Again. Thank you, Shoshana. Thank you, Thank Shoshi. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. It was fun. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. <laughs>